Resorts, homes and a newly built hospital have been washed away. No electricity, nothing whatsoever. We need to be prepared for the future. I'm just holding on for dear life here. This isn't fun. Pacific Prepared. Pacific Prepared. Plan this time before disaster strike. Every natural disaster gets worse. What happens when something goes wrong and how do they respond to it? And make sure everyone's safety comes first. Save what for dream. You must ready. Clearing roads, restoring critical infrastructure. Eventually, I know it's going to hit. It's only a matter of time. Helping your community. Helping your family. Helping you. Pacific Prepared. Pacific Prepared. Pacific Prepared. Hi, I'm Fred Hooper and this is Pacific Prepared. It's a show about natural disasters, how you prepare for them and how people across the Pacific have survived them. Each week we work with local reporters so they get it. They understand what everyone is going through during a disaster. Today, the recovery continues in Vanuatu after two tropical cyclones in one week. We'll hear from people on the ground in Vanuatu, as well as Vanuatu residents living in Australia who have also been worried about their families. Also, Tonga was getting ready for the two cyclones to impact their country. We'll hear from the National Emergency Office to find out exactly how they reacted. And it's still the wet season, and maybe you're looking forward to seeing some clear skies again. You'll hear from the Met Service in Samoa on what the rest of the season holds for them. That's all coming up. This is Pacific Prepared. People's lives have been affected by a disaster. Know what to do. Know what to do. Know what to do. Clearing roads, restoring critical infrastructure. All the signs are coming, so we have to prepare. Be prepared. Pacific prepared. Tropical cyclones Judy and Kevin made landfall in Vanuatu within days of each other, and now the country is in recovery mode. Clearing up debris, fallen trees, and repairing damaged buildings. At the moment, it seems to be the basics that are still required. Drinking water, tarps for shelter and sleeping mats. Pacific Prepared reporter and freelance journalist Florence Fanua has been on the ground speaking with people to find out how they're coping after these cyclones. Vanuatu's cyclone-affected communities say food, clean water and shelter are urgent needs. Mata Ateuma Bush on Efade Island, Tora Charlie, told Pacific Prepared that the cyclones had severely affected their water sources. Our water is completely ruined. Our tanks are filled with garbage. The hurricane rolled over a few of the water tanks. Water is currently our most essential need, yet there isn't any. Several people here are utilizing water from some water tanks. However, the water is not safe for our children. Miss Charlie said this was the first time she had ever experienced two cyclones in the space of a single week. It's the first time ever that we've had back-to-back cyclones, which is excessive, and we need to start constructing strong houses that are cyclone-proof and can endure big storms in the future, providing a safe haven for our families. According to her, rebuilding will take time, but non-food supplies like tents, water, hygiene kits, 
and Mats are now arriving to help her family through this difficult period. Rolina Kual, who is also from Teuma Bush on Efade Island, spoke about the cyclone destruction she had experienced. My house is fine, but the cyclone completely destroyed the homes of my mother and sister. All of the manioc, island cabbages and coconut palms were destroyed by the cyclone. Everything in the garden are gone. We don't know if we will eat manioc again or if we will need to replant. We are considering replanting, but I believe it will take some time. There is still food in the garden, but it will soon go bad. Maybe it will be over in a week or two. You probably already know how heavily our community relies on markets, but because the storm destroyed everything we used to sell there, it will take us six to seven months to replant crops like manioc and the sweet potatoes before we can resume market sales. However, we may replant island and the Chinese cabbages and it will take two months before we can harvest it and carry it to the markets to sell once more. We now have no idea how or where we will be able to obtain money to pay for school expenses because all of the garden's crops have been destroyed. Because we rely on the markets, we don't know how or where we will be able to obtain cash to pay for our kids' tuition. Eslin Pule, the Director General of the Vanuatu Ministry of Climate Change, said the government of Vanuatu is currently concentrating on providing rations to the affected populace as quickly as possible. So by me depend a lot on statistics with team we me come up by me carry me come we survey start them distribution of rations and lot time low on cyclone one to two weeks on them you me um, expect them say got some kakai when they only been destroyed because our objective is to begin ration distribution as soon as possible we will heavily rely on the statistics from the assessment teams who will provide us with the reports so we can begin ration distribution. And during a storm, we anticipate that there will be foods in the garden that have been destroyed. The people can still consume these foods, but after that, dried rations must get to the people who are truly in need. So the government is currently working in this direction. The National Disaster Committee, which is tasked with overseeing these efforts during a disaster like this one or during a state of emergency, keeps a close eye on the entire implementation of the response activities. In order to ensure that food distribution proceeds promptly as soon as statistics are received, the National Emergency Operations Center in Port Vila is working hard to put together the plans in coordination with the provincial emergency operations centers. According to Ms. Pule, tons of food like taro, yam, rice and other foods that have already been provided at evacuation centers and 3,433 tapolins, 150 plastic seats, 
1,101 CELTA kits, 68 chainsaws, are among the CELTA supplies that have been delivered. Over 575 blankets, 1,040 sleeping mats, 365 kitchen kits, some medical supplies, 300 solar power kits, was kits with 168 hygiene kits, and 2,500 liters of water have already been given out to residents of evacuation centers among non-food things. She added that efforts are still being made together with the Ministry of Infrastructure and Public Utilities to clear the roads that have been blocked by downed trees, restore power to the affected areas, repair radio and telecommunications networks, and open up access to ports and anchorages. Meanwhile, 83% of the roads in Sanma province, 60% in Penama, 62% in Malamba, 60% in Shefa, and 20% in Tafea provinces have been cleared. Nevertheless, the restoration of radio networks is still being worked on, and 9 out of 27 anchorages are already accessible. Some governmental and commercial structures now have power. The Australian government, the government of New Zealand, and the government of France have all provided NFI's help to the nation. The impacted area's telecommunications networks are being completely repaired by the Office of the Government Chief Information Officer. Government emergency funds have also been activated, according to the Vanuatu government, and are prepared to support government operations and provide help to people who are still in evacuation centres. Pacific Prepared and freelance journalist Florence Fanua with that story. You're listening to Pacific Prepared. What's your plan? Are you ready to leave your home? Plan now before disaster strikes. Pacific Prepared. As we just heard, the impacts of tropical cyclones Judy and Kevin are still being felt in the Pacific. Vanuatu was the worst impacted country after they both made landfall within the space of one week. Some Vanuatu residents who are currently in Australia doing seasonal work have been feeling for their families back home. ABC rural reporter Eliza Burledge spoke with Vanuatu residents currently working in Australia. Yeah, uh, it's uh, very challengeful. Like it's first time ever we had a two cyclone at in one week, so it damaged a lot of things, crops and houses, many things. But the families are okay. Only the crops and some of our buildings have been destroyed. And yeah, it's very challengeful. Challenge for us in this season, this year. Hi, I'm uh, Roger. I'm from uh, the Vanuatu in the island of Tana. We are here in a currency program. We are here under BLL contract, contractor uh, for fruit picking. And you mentioned a, a lot of crops damaged as well as properties. What sort of crops have been damaged, and, and what does that mean for people's food supply? Yeah, uh, like crops. I mean, like uh, bananas, taros, and Other things like uh, cassava. That's our main crops that we usually uh, survive. We usually eat it for like usually eat it. It's our main food. And but at the moment the cyclone uh, destroy everything. Like that's the main food that we rely on. We depend on. That must be really hard to to know. Yeah, yeah. It's a uh, very hard hard times. Yeah, ever uh, for us in this like this this season. And do you know how long it might take to be able to um, rebuild and replant the gardens? Yeah, it takes about uh, three months for the quick crops, like potatoes. 
yeah, another and for the rest, it takes about a year for us to wait for yeah to harvest again. And so I understand um, that you guys are, are working with the company, your the contractor company that you're working for, to to help send some food and relief back home. Yeah, can you tell me about what what you're working on, or how you're hoping to support family back at home? Uh, with uh, my co- our contractor PLL, he's helping us for the some of the the money to uh, contribute some money to help uh, my families support them in rice by buying the rice and we had a lot of supporters already they donate the money we are very sure but we're very proud of and yeah like we so thankful it's in history ever something happened like that in Australia in one of the contractors like that so we are very appreciated and our family back home they very appreciate what our contractors and some of the people the helpers the relatives that they have been in the community they have been helped in donating the money so we really appreciate it and every family back home they really appreciate it and how much supplies are, are they needing to, to help? Uh, we need like uh, rice. We we are hoping to help families back home about 200 uh, pack pack rice to help them to get started uh, while eating and while waiting for the crops. Because we're the contractors and our workers live in Tanna, um, we I thought I'd start this up so that. You know, we can get the food directly to them and, and fast as well. And um, because we work on many properties in the Riverland, we, I reached out to, to people and, and uh, we've had a lot of supporters so far. And it's really great and it's pretty overwhelming that, you know, you do a good job on the property and then they just help you when you just request a little bit of a donation to, to help with these um, terrible cyclones. And yeah, how much has been, been raised so far? Uh, so far, we're about at eleven and a half thousand dollars, and that could probably buy about um, three hundred bags of rice so far. Uh, yeah, and a bag of rice could last a family about two weeks. So, um, yeah, we will try and supply as much as we can so that they can have a bit of um, relief. Uh, yeah, straight away, and then waiting for the, wait for their crops to to replant and so they can harvest them. That's Roger, a Vanuatu resident and a contractor, Leanne, in South Australia's Riverland, doing what they can to help the impacted families in Vanuatu. And I'm sure that Roger is feeling helpless in a certain way after those two cyclones in one week crossed his home country. Also thanks to ABC Rural Reporter Eliza Burlidge for that story. We need to be prepared for the future. Helping you stay safe. We have built a seawall two times, but it did no good. What happens when something goes wrong and how do they respond to it? Plan this time before disaster strike. Every natural disaster gets worse. Pacific Prepared. Pacific Prepared. Pacific Prepared. Continuing on with the tropical cyclones, Judy and Kevin, that were only days apart as they crossed paths of the Pacific As we just heard, Vanuatu was devastated by both systems, but other countries also felt the impacts. Tonga was on high alert. Heavy rain and strong winds did affect the area, but this time they were spared the full force. Pacific Prepared and Tonga Broadcasting Commission reporter Anasiu Falakono spoke with the National Emergency Office to find out how communities reacted to the potential damage from these cyclones. Minimal damage was recorded in Tonga following tropical cyclone Kevin. Apart from a few of the fruit trees falling and leaves on the road, 
The director of the National Emergency Management Office, Nemo Mafuamaka, says once the warnings were cancelled from the Tonga Met Services on Monday morning, the team went to survey the damages. When reaching the most vulnerable areas, such as the coastal and low-lying areas in Tongatapu and the island of Ewa, and talking to people, they have noticed people prepared well for tropical cyclone Kevin. With the survey we conducted, we went to the most vulnerable villages in Tonga that are usually flooded from the heavy rain, and we were able to talk to members of the family. Yes, the cyclone did not hit Tonga directly, but the preparedness was there. People contacted us for the nearest evacuation centre and we were provided with the information needed. Mafua says the natural disasters last year have helped people to better prepare. I can say that now people know what to do. I think it is a lesson learned from the volcanic eruption of the Hungatonga Hungahapai in January last year. People know what to do. The warnings were issued on Friday and people started preparing for the cyclone as their shelter is strong enough, food supplies as well as water. I am happy with the information we collected following the cyclone that people are more prepared now. Tonga is still in its cyclone season and the National Emergency Management Office and the Tonga Med Services are on the radio reminding the public of the significance of preparedness and getting the latest weather update all the time to know the weather situation and if warnings are issued. Pacific Prepared and Tonga Broadcasting Commission reporter Anasiu Falakano speaking with the National Emergency Management Office. You're listening to Pacific Prepared. The time to prepare is now, not right before an emergency. No electricity, nothing whatsoever. You are listening to Pacific Prepared. As you'll know, it's the wet season in the Pacific, so you might be getting used to the rain by now, or maybe you're ready to see some clear skies again. Pacific Prepared Samoan reporter Maui Lutamose recently spoke with the Weather Service to find out what's in store in the near future for them, but also the broader conversation about how the weather patterns have changed over the past few years. Today, Pacific Prepared has the opportunity to speak with the ACEO, uh, the head of the Samoa Meteorology Division, under the Ministry of Natural Resources and Environment, thank you for the opportunity to talk on Pacific Prepared program this week. My first question is, According to weather report last week for Samoa, heavy rain continued through to the weekend. What will be Samoa's weather situation for the next few weeks? This is the uh, current uh, weather conditions or situation that we are experiencing now. Uh, as uh, you may know, that uh, we are still in the, uh, the, the tropical cyclone season or the wet season. Um, last year in October, uh, there was a uh, tropical cyclone outlook uh, that was issued for these six months from October to April this year. And the contents of the outlook, uh, the chance for a cyclone, we might get one or no cyclone for the, uh, the, the uh, wet season or the cyclone season. But the chance for precipitation or rainfall to increase is very uh, likely 
So now we are experiencing that uh, uh, prediction uh, or the change in uh, the weather conditions, the continuous rain, and the, you know the possibility of having uh, more rain to come is still there. Uh, and um, the office and the is anticipated that the these current weather conditions will uh, extend into um, the next two to three uh, weeks. We uh, might get uh, periods of very fine weather, but the, the chance for rainfall is still there. Uh, we'll uh, have heavy rain from time to time. Um, New Zealand is one of the countries that many Samoans are residing at. We have just seen in the north of New Zealand, like Hooks Bay region, devastated by Cyclone Gabriel. And maybe this is the first time that New Zealand hit by a tropical cyclone. This seems like an unusual weather situation for New Zealand. Is this how severe climate change uh, is right now? Yes, uh, you're correct. Uh, it's a very unusual uh, weather situation for New Zealand. And uh, we can partly attribute the, the changes that we are seeing now in New Zealand to the uh, effect of uh, climate change. In the past 10 years, there were some predictions that there's a chance that you know for weather systems to move uh, from north to south, south to north, you know, because of the, the change of uh, climate. So um, I can say that the number of storms that uh, impacting New Zealand can be attributed to the uh, uh, changes in, in the climate. Um, we saw that there is a uh, extension of warm sea surface temperatures to the further south to, to New Zealand and New Caledonia and that part of the, the southern hemisphere. So that's one um, indicator that uh, more uh, storms, uh, cyclones, there's a higher possibility that these kind of storms can uh, develop and move further down to New Zealand. So yes, it can be um, uh, partially attributed to the uh, effect of uh, climate change. Thank you very much. Samoa and the Pacific are the most vulnerable countries to climate change. But as we can see now, the devastation faced by bigger countries hit by cyclones and the earthquakes. What is your concern of the impact of climate change we have now experienced? We all know that the impacts of uh, climate change, we cannot stop and it's growing now. Our concern now as a mid office is to how we can deal with these impacts. For example, how we do our work in order to uh, provide an, an efficient an effective early warning system for the people. That's the main priority of the mid office. So that's the biggest concern, and we are trying to, you know, uh, uh, when we talk about early warning uh, system, it's a multi-agency uh, work. Uh, it includes uh, the government, uh, communities, and our working partners uh, wherever in the world. So that's the biggest concern now is. Uh, to have an efficient and effective airplane, we are trying our best to make sure that we implement that and we we provide the best airplane uh, 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 for people in order for them to to mitigate and in a way adapt to the, the change of uh, climate change. Uh, we are for sure that we cannot stop a tropical cyclone, but we can do actions. Uh, in order to avoid the consequences, you know, moving to safer place, and that's our work now, 
try to work as I said with uh, all the players and we also go out to the communities this is where the, the risk is very high try to provide uh, education and um, you know explain what to do and actions needed to be taken in order to you know to be safe and save the properties from um, times of disasters Thank you. Um, it seems that recent cyclones that devastated Vanuatu came on Category 3. Can you elaborate more about the difference between Category 1, 2 and 3? The way how the World Meteorological uh, Organization uh, developed this Category uh, scale started from 1, 2, 3 and the maximum is uh, 5. And the scientific uh, research is saying that uh, we, we are going to have less number of cyclones, but the severity, the intensity is going to increase, which means that more severe cyclones is expected, for example, category 3, 4 and 5. Um, the impact is quite... Uh, uh, there's a difference between category 1 and, and 3. You know, one is just the initial phase of a cyclone as it becomes mature and, you know, more strength and more winds and more possibility to cause uh, hazards uh, as the number increases. So, uh, category 3 is m more severe than a 2 and 1, but the category 5 is the the most strongest, uh, mm. it can cause damaging uh, type of cyclone. So the one that uh, was in Vanuatu last week was a category 3, but uh, it was later on uh, upgrading to a category 4, but was never a category 5. All of us, we don't want to see this uh, impacting our island. So the differences is uh, in terms of strength and damage can be caused by a cyclone. So one is weak and five is strong. Pacific Prepared Samoan reporter Maui Lutamose speaking with the Weather Service about the changing weather in recent years. What's your plan? Are you ready to leave your home? Plan now before disaster strikes. Pacific Prepared. If you're hearing this, you're obviously interested in the Pacific, which is why I wanted to let you know about ABC Pacific website. You can listen back to anything you hear on the program there, and it's just a great way for you to connect with us. You can share information. Maybe you've got something you're working on that you want to share with us, or maybe you've got some feedback for us. There's also a heap of links there that you might be interested in too. Pacific Beat for all your news and current affairs in the Pacific, and for the latest sports news, you've got Can You Be More Pacific? The easiest way to get in touch is just to search for ABC Pacific, then scroll down to the Connect With Us section, and there's lots of ways to contact us there. Pacific Prepared is supported by the Pacific Media Assistance Scheme with funding from the Australian Government's Department of Foreign Affairs and Trade. Any views expressed do not necessarily represent those of PACMAS or the Australian Government. It's produced and distributed in partnership with Radio Australia and networks across the Pacific including Radio New Zealand Pacific, NBC Papua New Guinea, Palau Wave Radio, Capital FM 107 Vanuatu, FBC Fiji, 
Samoa National Radio 2AP, SIBC Solomon Islands Broadcasting Corporation and TBC Tonga. If you're doing some work that's related to this program, let us know so that we can keep everybody informed. Maybe you've got a story idea or a personal experience to share or maybe someone that you think we should meet. The easiest way to get in touch is to search for Pacific Prepared and then scroll down to the Connect With Us section. You can also listen back to the program. Just type Pacific Prepared into your search engine and you'll find us. We're also on the ABC Listen app. Part of the aim of this program is to start conversations about disasters. What would you do and how we prepare? We're trying to help you make the next disaster easier for you and your family. My name's Fred Hooper. Please share any information that you've learned today and stay safe. This has been Pacific Prepared. <laughs>